first episode cheers buddy. Yeah, cheers here we go this is awesome start of something great exactly it's just begun commencement this past week we did a lot of things this past week mm-hmm. started our running group tuesday mornings mm-hmm. 650 went well it was solid yeah it went really well so let's talk a little let's explain to the to the listeners what it is that we started, like what's our intention for the thing and like where we can see it going in the future. For sure. So we started something called High Vibes Running. And uh, what that is to me is a, it's a collective group of people that are seeking to like elevate their running experience into a form of active meditation, as well as uh, like creating a group container to to hold people so it's we host it here locally it's in austin yep and um it's it's a little bit different from your everyday running group in that we bring uh, a sense of ceremony to it like we're gonna start off these runs with um pre-run ritual pre-run rituals like getting everybody uh getting our group uh on the same um wavelength exactly (laughs) cheers and um so we'll we'll we drop in the group with some breath work Uh, we share a little bit of intention um call it like a prayer a little bit of just like getting our hearts and and minds aligned Um, because when you go on a run with somebody it's a unique opportunity to like experience a little bit of suffering together together um and that can be as easy or as hard as you want to make it um but by bringing that intention in it creates an opportunity to alchemize that pain into like something more rewarding something transcendent right that you can kind of take with you after the run right and help you connect with others when you're put in a situation that you have to go through something hard with someone else you are forced to empathize with that person Mm -hmm. because they're doing it with you Mm -hmm. and the intention setting before the run i think is also very important very beneficial because not everyone runs you know what i mean and in their minds it's just a quick workout they sweat, their yeah. legs hurt. It's cardio. They're doing it's, cardio. It's cardio. They yeah. hate that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to hate that shit. Yeah. I still hate cardio. <laughs> I fucking do it every day. <laughs> but um, with setting an intention, you're able to kind of separate it from just being cardio and kind of able to kind of set the tone for your mindset, for how you're going to do things mm-hmm. after the hour, hour and a half that we spend mm-hmm. at the springs mm-hmm. running and swimming together. Mm-hmm. I like to really think of it like a uh, daily practice, like a lot of people um, who are inclined to be on a, some sort of path of, of self-development often have a practice of journaling, meditating, uh, yoga, like morning routine kind yeah. of thing. Um, long walks. Long walks. And, you know, setting, setting the goal of this run being uh, a spiritual practice in a way like really opens the door of possibility as to like what you can experience both during the run and after the run as you know as it should like energize your day it has the potential to bring you energy and like self-esteem and self-confidence and like 
the the strength, strength your, yeah, all these things of um, of benefit, <clears throat> and I think that just comes with this little mental shift of it going from this cardio that I'm dreading and hating to this like practice of hey, yeah. this is this is gonna suck maybe, mm-hmm. but can I can I find a sense of peace and um, find some sense of like purpose with my intention to, for instance, the one that I, I set for the group the other day was to just like be grateful, um, for this day and for the ability to run. And, yeah. you know, uh, something I, I will mention definitely like moving forward is like taking a minute to think about somebody who is disabled or not able to run, not able to run. Like yes. they're, they're maybe dealing for whatever some, reason, for whatever reason, whatever they could reason. be in a wheelchair. Um, maybe it's just that they like injure themselves or right. are temporarily unable to run. Like think about what they would do to be in your position, to have the opportunity to just have the opportunity to, to go run. run with other people. Right. That's powerful. Right. And, and how you're, that connects it to the spiritual side of it. Mm-hmm. And with, gratitude and with acknowledging that you are lucky it goes from it being an act of discipline to like you said a practice but also a celebration yes a celebration of movement yes a celebration of being a human a celebration of being able to breathe and hear music while you're running we don't have you're allowed to listen to music in the group we don't Mm -hmm. you know you don't you don't have to talk to us but Listening to music is great. Listening to people talking, listening to the birds, the bees, like as cliche as that sounds, like that shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it goes from being an act of discipline, an act of suffering to now a celebration of the opportunity to run, right. of this God-given you know, ability to just move our legs step by step and just kind of drop into this meditative state yeah. that just transcends anything and everything you want to do i think with the morning routine that people do like you and i have tried fucking every routine that exists out there you know what i mean like yeah. cold shower wake journal. up cold shower yeah. wake up journal wake up meditate and yoga wake up meditate and walk mm-hmm. you know wake up chug water wake up and don't consume anything for until like 10 a.m whatever the case may be what doesn't what kind of exceeds all of that for me personally is running mm-hmm. because of the movement, because of the engagement of, of your mind, body, and spirit, mm. you know? And when you're in that run and afterwards you're left with that feeling you get when you, when you have that first sip of coffee, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Without the coffee, your, your body is pumping blood everywhere. Your brain is firing on all cylinders. Like you just went through this experience that, you know, when you first get into running, you're like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck am I going to run four miles? How am I going to run two miles? And that's where, like, the, the faith kind of comes in, that you can do it, that you are strong enough. And not because maybe, not because you have before, but because you've seen other people do it. You know, other people that are just like you and me. You know what I mean? That haven't ran before. They're out there. They're doing it. You and I, at one point, were not runners. Yeah. And, you know, we dreaded going on a run. And that's when we, luckily, we found a little bit of Goggins. And while I've personally gotten away from Goggins, Goggins 
teachings yeah, or kind of mindset, his right? perspective on yeah. how he looks at things. Um, I was at a point consuming that and cussing myself out every time I would go on a run. It was a shit experience, to be honest with you. But I never regretted it once. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me um, ask you a question. So you've been uh, you talked about this this experience of running as your morning practice being this alignment of like mind, body and spirit. What would you say to somebody who's like, yeah, I just, I hate running and like, it's, it's terrible for me. They can't get into that. Like, talk to me about the shift for you from like, you know, dreading this cardio and like, oh, it hurts. And like, woe is me to like reaching a place where like it becomes a meditative practice because there is, you know, there is like a, a learning curve of sorts, right? Like to, yeah. to be able to like physically not be like so challenged by it that you can actually like your nervous system can relax and like your your brain can actually find some space to breathe so like what was yeah. that process like for you of like finding that, find that meditative space yeah that, like that is elusive bliss almost yeah. when you're running i think it came from me starting to like it started with me looking at myself and not being happy with who I saw in the mirror and not just unhappy with um, myself, you know what I mean? And kind of the things, my habits and kind of, I wasn't, I was in a place where I, I felt like I wasn't receiving um, what I wanted, or at least I didn't have what I wanted. So that forced me to kind of look at why that might be. And that was very motivating for me, especially in the times when running sucks. You know what I mean? If someone comes to us and is like, oh, I'm so hyped, guys. Like, I want to do a 5K. Like, I'm going to come run with you guys. And then they come back with what you said of them hating it and them not wanting to do it. It's just not resonating. It's I, I can't make you want to improve yourself. You know, that has to come from within. And what helped me get through that is seeing it's, it's looking at people that seemingly had what I wanted in terms of like freedom, happiness, kind of knew who they were and seeing them come from like seemingly less than what I had. You know what I mean? Like athletes are a great example of this because you see it all the time in professional sports. You see kids, you know, have an opportunity to go pro, pro because of their athletic ability and their work ethic, and they do, and they completely change their, their lives, right? So when I, like, when I put that into my mind, getting through the run and just knowing and having faith that it is going to benefit me in the long run helped me get through it. Um, also, it's you have to make it an enjoyable experience, you know what I mean, to come back. Yeah. And how I, I would do that is I wouldn't look at pace, and I do this to this day, um, and it's like, don't look at pace. Don't look at time. Just focus on distance and covering the ground. You know what I mean? And like, if you need to walk during this run, walk during the run, like who cares? You know what I mean? But you're going to cover two miles that day. You're going to cover three miles that day. You know what I mean? And like, it's like babies before they walk, they crawl. You know what I mean? The baby wants to walk to the other side of the room to fucking get his bottle to go see his mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he can't. So he's going to crawl yeah. until he can walk. And, yeah. and like that just, it's going to make you stronger. Yeah, I you think know? that's an important point to touch on is like, 
when starting out, a lot of people like they'll go up, maybe they have like a spark of inspiration, a spark of motivation. Okay, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do three miles today. And then like a mile and a half in, it's, it becomes really challenging, but they, but they like push really, really hard. They get through the three, but they, they leave the three feeling like that sucked as opposed to like scaling it down to two or like slowing their pace down enough. What, what helped me like after taking a long break and then coming back into it, Yeah, because you do detrain, you do like lose your capacity um, for the run. Yeah. What helped me is like, the worst part about I almost wanted to keep myself wanting more from the run. Like I would, I would err on the side of like wanting more. Like I'd go out and run a mile. I'd go out and run two miles. Like knowing that I maybe could do a lot more, at least to start off, I almost want my brain craving like a little bit more next time. Right. So I think that could be good advice for somebody who's just trying to start off. And, and like you said, not keeping track of pace, not keeping track of um, how long it's going to take. Um, you know, a lot of people will look up, you know, couch to 5k program or like how to run my first half marathon. And uh, there will be structured like scientific ways to, like slowly increase your distance over time. And um, while I think that's the right concept, I think the most important thing is that mentally you're starting to enjoy the process. Yes. When you get too lasered in on like the, the end goal being I can run a certain distance, a lot of people hit that goal. They run their first half marathon and then they never run they again. They never run again. Because it, it's, it was a pain in the ass to get there. They run their first marathon and it's like, oh. I did that. I did that seven um, years ago. Top, yes. I ran once. I ran once. Yeah, exactly. But our goal is to make running a part of our life. A part of our daily because life. Daily life. Yeah, when you look at uh, evolutionary like biology, Dude, like we evolved you're reading my mind, as yeah. humans yeah. to run, to hunt for our food. And a major problem in our society today is lack of resistance, or at least knowing where your resistance is yeah. and just like allowing yourself to consume like easy sources of dopamine, like social media, like easily accessible and cheap junk food, junk food, pornography, like pornography, lots of things that stimulate the media, the like watching the news and watching other people's opinions of things and not forming your own like right but the this resistance is a very uh programmed into our biology to for movement yes. like like movement is the a healthy way of facing of choosing the resistance that i want for the day and going out and getting it so there is this like real sense of accomplishment when the run is over yeah um, no matter how long you did it for it's like that that hunter inside of me is like, I, I, I earned did, it. I earned this. Yeah. I earned this so, first cup of coffee. So what do you think was the day in the life of a, of one of the first humans? You know what I mean? Like you mentioned that we had to hunt and run to go get food. Like what did that look like? You know, I have a picture of what do you think it was? You know what I'm saying? Like, you mean like waking up in the cave? Waking up? <laughs> yeah. Like, like from the beginning. Like, like, I think it starts with a sense of hunger and like I gotta feed my family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I gotta um, I gotta feed my family, and how the fuck am I gonna find food in the forest, right? Yeah. Because we weren't the strongest fucking predators back in the day, and you put me onto this book back 
when we first started running was born to run, you know, and us not being at the top of the food chain like we are now. And the only reason we are is because of the tools that we have, the weapons, you know, the strategies that we formed to, to mass produce food and all these crazy things. But back, there was a point where we were at the bottom of the food chain and we were not going to overmuscle a fucking bear. We were not going to be faster than a deer. Mm-hmm. And really our main source of diet was um, like bone marrow, finding leftovers from mm-hmm. other animals eating food and cracking the bone open and sucking the juice out of that. How the fuck we knew that was a thing? <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know, you know? Yeah. But 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 our, our born, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so our I think what you're getting at is our like capacity for endurance. Yes. And like running the the example that was used in the book is running the animal down until by pure exhaustion it just can't go anymore. It just can't go anymore. We'll out we will outwill an animal, which an is animal. kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. You know, when they're fighting for their life, you just keep, you just keep going. going. And um, it's not even a mental thing because the animal mentally has the strength to keep running away. But we're the only animals, mammals that can sweat through our skin. Horses can do it too. But that's why horses are, you know, horses are in service to us and they can do so much. But the only reason we were able to run people down was because we were able to cool ourselves down through sweat and breathe through our skin. Whereas animals like a dog, for example, or a deer, they can only do it through letting out heat through their mouths and their paw pads, you know? So that was, that's a huge reason why we are born to run. And why when we go on a run and you finally do hit that runner's high, it's such a euphoric feeling because you're tapping in to that sense of accomplishment that we had you know, thousand, a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah, we're evolutionarily evolved to do this thing. It's, it's hardwired in our DNA. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's get back to our uh, Run group. running group. Yeah. So we, we talked about our intention, like really the, um, just to recap our mission is to bring a, a greater sense of awareness uh, to running as a spiritual practice yeah. uh, for you and I and for other people um, in our communities. Um, and it's to like, kind of spread the word of, of using this as a means of like self-improvement and spiritual development. Um, so what's, yeah, let's, let's, let's project into the future maybe what we would like to see uh, come from this movement. I mean, we, we've got a few... Um, you know, personal goals in mind. Um, we can right. talk about the ultra uh, that we've got coming up. Uh, yeah. But as a kind of like collective, as a kind of a movement for high vibes running, um, including ceremony, including ritual and intention setting, um, what would you like to see like uh, more people like running with or how would you like to see our uh, our outreach spread over time? Yeah. yeah. Good question. Yeah. Um, our first one this past week had, including you and me, seven people, you know, which is a pretty solid turnout. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like us running together, we were a pretty solid group. Yeah. Um, we had friends come out. That was awesome. And we did four miles. My goal for the group would be to like run for an hour straight, mm-hmm. 
and get six to seven miles in during that hour, um, during that hour, hour session. So, and then we jump in the spring. So one of the things I want the group to kind of do together is improve on just running the discipline of running themselves. And then whenever they're going to do a movement, it doesn't have to be running. Like they, they use the pre-run rituals. They use the integrations after the run. If you're going to go lift weights, maybe have a pre weightlifting ritual, even if it's just saying a quick prayer, setting a quick intention before that scoop of pre-workout. You know what I mean? Or you're going to a yoga class, like before you walk into that yoga studio, you set the intention that this yoga class is for the, the betterment of myself over the long term, over the long, the big picture. So with the group, I'd love to see us, number one, improve on running, get to that six to seven miles within an hour. Number two, send it on runs together, like races, mm. you know, and we could start with, I always say like a half marathon is the perfect distance because you can, you can go pretty hard the whole time and like not have to really stop for food and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Whereas like in a full length marathon, you're taking nutrition into account pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I know you and I have both not eaten during <laughs> runs before, so there's many ways to do it, um, but with the running group, I want to run longer distances as a group, and I want to run races together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's great, man. And one thing I'll add to that is, like, I would love to see, like, what excites me is a greater sense of community with with the running group. Yeah. And so, I would really love to see like consistency and holding each other accountable for showing up to the group. Um, Because with this um, kind of evolved sense of intention and togetherness, um, one thing that we're tapping into is kind of this group field of energy. And, you know, studies have come out about group meditation experiences and their their brainwaves literally sinking together in alignment. Um, I think the same thing is happening when you're running with a group of people, your brain, your body start to sync up physically. And so I think that creates this like um, togetherness that will allow um, people to become closer in in a way that's like allows more vulnerability and more sharing. And with the pre pre run intention and the post run integration, things might come up and like shit might get real and um, while it, okay. and that's okay. And while it might just be like lighthearted and fun, um, it can also be um, healing. Like you can, the sense of community and suffering together, like it can also bring, really bring people together in a very profound way. Like I myself have experienced. So I would love to see more consistency with our, with our groups and, um, just more sharing, more vulnerability, more like honesty and um, and courage to be to be open about to be uh, our humanness and our shared experiences. Um, and I think that's one of the most powerful things that I could offer to someone else yeah. is like an ability to be seen, an ability to be heard, and just being present with one another. I think we can create some really amazing friendships and bonds and I agree. Uh, supportive community that's beautiful man yeah yeah that's fucking 
I agree. You know, that could be so powerful. Yeah. And for ourselves, like part of the reasons that we started this was to hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're going to show up and lead these runs. And in doing so, you know, we're, you know, leading someone else through something is not something to be taken lightly. You know what I mean? you got to show up. If we're preaching that we want to run and, you know, be conscious of everything that we're doing and open ourselves more, like we have to be at the forefront of that. So this running group is 100% accountability, 100% consistency. And if we have the same people coming out each week, we will all improve together. Yeah. And it will be noticeable. And the feeling that comes from improving with others is a sense of not only self-confidence outside of our running group, everyone that does high vibes running and shows up each week will become a leader if they're not already a leader in their own circles of influence in their lives. You know what I mean? So I often ask myself, you know, when you have a leader in a group, everyone that is feeling down that day, everyone that's feeling unmotivated, they're going to look to the leader of that group to fall back on them. You know, like, fuck, I'm not, I just don't have it in me today. But I know Nick's going to be there and he's going to get me going. He's going to set a good intention and we're going to feel great. And that's how the running group will work. But like outside of the running group, where do leaders, you know, where does the leader fall back on? Everyone's falling back on the leader to be motivated. But what about when the leader doesn't feel motivated? Who do they have to fall back on? You know, without a running group like High Vibes Running, where you have leaders coming together and supporting each other, you're forced to do that on your own. And that's what separates a leader from a follower, in my eyes, a lot of times, is the leader can self-motivate himself or herself and really just, you know, put everything aside for the, the better good of the group and just support everyone. And with High Vibes Running, I want it to be a place where leaders refine their own craft and leaders support each other. That way, when we do go out into the real world, where we do try and go do some adult things outside of just running outside like a wild person, they have, they feel supported, they feel confident mm-hmm. to do that in their own circles, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Buddy. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Sick. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so that's how we feel about the running group. Yeah, that's, those are our intentions, those are our, um, our ideas and our aspirations. And- <laughs> Our dreams. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap it up? Yeah. What's the, what do you think is the purpose of the podcast? Uh, the purpose of the podcast for me is, is twofold. It's both, you know, uh, an area and a space to like share our ideas and think through things in a verbal way. Um, and then the second is like outreach and getting more people um, aware of some of the things that we're trying to bring to light and, um, yeah, yeah, bring, hopefully bring more people into our, our community and our sphere. And, um, I think there are a lot of people that could be, um, helped and assisted and, uh, guided a little bit and, uh, through, a a supportive group of like-minded individuals. Um, so yeah, I want to just get more outreach to communities and, and people that could, uh, use a little bit of support and and togetherness and a sense of camaraderie um so that's that's my intention oh yeah i i resonate with that too um i think it's a great opportunity to kind of like share 
our stories too, you know, and kind of get people to know us on a deeper scale than just what they see, you know, at the run group, um, on social media, wherever you may know us from. Because often a lot of the people see us in workout settings. And I've seen you in a workout setting. You're a fucking dog, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're fun to be around, but you're not going to be opening yourself up too much when you're fucking pumping 300 on the bench press. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this podcast is just a way to, like, open up more, mm-hmm. I think, at least for, for me, and I can see that for you, too, where we're just opening ourselves up more, sharing our philosophies on things, things that I, you know, that work in my life that work in your life and if one of those things that we share helps someone else in their daily lives like that's 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 the reason behind all of it you know what i mean like we talked about connecting um like philanthropies with the running group mm-hmm. and exploring that like the podcast could be a great space for us to like break that down and and just decide what we want to do with that so you're going to hear about the running group you're going to hear about our you know fitness practices our mindset practices our spiritual practices i'm hoping to have some guests in the future that will open up on this even more you know like we both have unique stories um i'd love to get into your story you know love to get into mine um we have a very profound love for dogs too (laughs) so and we're lucky enough to have you here who's like a fucking dog whisperer (laughs) you know what i mean um full spectrum canine check him out that's not a plug i'm not associated with that (laughs) he doesn't get paid for i don't get paid to say that but my dog is a good dog because of it (laughs) so um like dogs are fucking cool man yeah we'll we'll definitely get into all of our different passions and hobbies and um, yeah, this will be a great place to share and have people on and uh, deepen our, our connection with any listener who's interested. Any listener is interested. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Right on. I think we're going to land this plane. Um, <laughs> there's a runway like right there. I think we can just. I'll open up the, the wing flaps. Wing flaps. Slow us down. Wheels are being dropped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Yeah. That'll do it, man. See you guys. Thanks for listening.